InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Do we have an energy crisis? One expert says we really have an entropy crisis. And it relates to your life in surprising ways, from recycling to gas engines to the worldwide economy. To explain, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Dr. John Schmitz. He holds a master's degree in chemistry and a doctorate in mathematics and physics. He oversees research into the design of semiconductors, and he's an expert in thermodynamics and entropy. He's written a book on these topics called The Second Law of Life, Energy, Technology, and the Future of Earth as We Know It. And he joins us from Belgium. Dr. Schmitz, welcome to InfoTrack. Hello. Good day to you. Let's go back to science class for a moment. I understand that entropy is kind of an offshoot of thermodynamics, which is the study of heat and energy. But maybe you can explain in simple terms just what is entropy. Yes, I can try to do that. It is indeed a concept which came out of this science, which is called thermodynamics. And thermodynamics studies basically the relationship between heat and work. So let me give an example. If you have, say, a car in which you burn the gas, burning that gas generates a lot of heat, and that heat is used to put the car in motion, so to get work out of it. After you have used it to move the car forward, the energy basically is no longer available for you to do that a second time. And now there is a concept which helps engineers, for instance, in designing a very efficient cars, and that concept is called entropy, which measures the quality of energy. So when you have a certain amount of energy, then you can calculate the entropy, and the entropy, when it has a high value, that means that, say, the quality of the energy is low, and when the entropy has a low value, then the quality of the energy is very high. Maybe you could give us some specific examples of how entropy is so important in our daily lives. Yes, it, it is a very fundamental thing. You may have a question yourself when you are driving your car, to come back to that example, why a lot of the heat is actually lost. So in other words, not all of the energy which is in the gas can be used to convert that for 100% into, say, moving the car forward. The fuel efficiency for a gasoline car these days, say, around 50% or so. And the rest of the energy is diffused in terms of heat. And a very big sign of that is the radiator in your car, which is needed to cool down the engine. And so that's basically a loss of energy. The reason that you lose about 50% of that energy, and cannot use it to do work, has to do with this entropy. The entropy tells us that it is impossible to convert a certain amount of heat or a certain amount of energy 100% into usable work. You always will lose a certain amount of energy. And so what the results of all that is that we can only use the amount of energy available to us up to a certain degree, only for a certain part. And it never becomes 100% efficient, which means, of course, that we need to take in a lot of energy to do a relatively small amount of work. So if I'm understanding you correctly, we could improve the efficiency of gasoline engines, but we would never get to 100%. Yes, and when you make all the calculations, you can calculate that the efficiency of, say, what is called a heat engine, and say an engine in a car is a heat engine because it uses heat to create work, that efficiency is determined by a very simple thing. That is the difference in temperature inside the engine and the temperature outside the engine, say, of the air. 
Mm-hmm. So say the temperature in a gas engine can go up to say, uh, I don't know, 1500, 1600 degrees Fahrenheit, and say the outside temperature is say 70 degrees Fahrenheit, then that difference determines the efficiency of your engine. And so the larger that difference is, the more efficient you can make your engine. And so you can actually say that in the winter, your car runs a little bit more efficient than in the summer because the temperature becomes larger. But you can take another lesson out of it. If you look to your refrigerator at home, then you will see that the temperature difference between the inside of the refrigerator and of the outside temperature is much smaller than what we were just talking about. Say the outside temperature is, say, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, and say the inside temperature is 40 degrees Fahrenheit, only 30 degrees difference. In that case, the efficiency is very low because the temperature difference is so low. And that means you need a lot of electricity to run the refrigerator. And guess what? Refrigerators are almost a number one energy consumer in your household. And that is important to know. It has immediately to do with the temperature difference you want to establish. Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. John Schmitz. He is the author of a book called The Second Law of Life, Energy, Technology, and the Future of Earth as We Know It. He's an expert in thermodynamics and entropy, and he's joining us from Belgium. Now, one of the things you've written about is recycling and how entropy plays a role in that, whether it's a good thing or not. Talk about that for a moment. Well, here's the thing. Of course, recycling is a good thing. But one thing we should not forget, although it looks like that you can go on forever, the recycling never can be 100%. That is because you need also a certain amount of energy to do that recycling. You need to rework the materials, you need to filter them, and so forth, and so forth. So you can calculate also in this case that, say, if you do recycling, and even if you can bring the recycling close to 100% material recycling, there is never, say, an energy-neutral process. So, yes, we can recycle iron, or we can recycle paper, and so forth, but... There is a lot of energy invoked in that, so if you calculate the entire recycling process, it proves to you that it still costs you a lot of resources, either in fossil fuels or other materials. And so the message I'm trying to convey is, let's not be too optimistic on recycling. That will solve all our problems in terms of consumption of natural resources, only very, very partly true. You're right that modern technology is accelerating the amount of wasted energy. I think a lot of people would think the opposite. Newer technologies would reduce wasted energy. Explain that. Yeah, for a lot of technologies that is indeed the case. Let me give a very simple uh, example. Say before we had gas cars, people of course didn't live that far away from their daily work. They may even walk to their work or went on a bicycle or something like that or used a horse or whatever. While we were introducing the cars, what happened is that people started to live further away from their daily work eh, because they had the car to travel mm-hmm. and so of course it looks like technology is giving us here a great advantage yes we have now our cars but it does cause us a lot more energy to get to our daily uh, work and so from that point of view we accelerate the exhaust of the uh, natural fuel resource what we have 
another example I can give you. You may have heard about biofuels, that you can make ethanol out of corn. Yes, you can do that, and people think, oh, that's great, you know, then we don't need to import all the oil and things like that. But if you make, again, a complete energy balance calculation, then you will find a lot of scientific articles which says, hey, this is not energy neutral, it costs more fossil fuels to make one liter ethanol than what you get out of it. So again, technology looks great, but you know, it could also work in the opposite. Our guest on InfoTrack has been Dr. John Schmitz. He is the author of a book called The Second Law of Life, Energy, Technology, and the Future of Earth as We Know It. And if you want to learn more, he also has a blog online at secondlawoflife.wordpress.com. Dr. Schmitz, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much for inviting me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.